thinking about how amazing the Halo series could have been after, while watching The Last of Us. Talk about a complete 180. The funny, the Halo show that came out, I could not distinguish it from when folks used to make movies with Halo vidi- footage. <laughs> you remember that stuff where people oh, were like just... red re- and blue. Yeah. They would just re-edit the footage into... And not even red and blue, like independent filmmakers on the internet would just re-edit Halo footage or play out scenarios in halo footage you know and then uh, it would be an original story and i couldn't tell the show looked the same as that to me it couldn't be argued that a lot of that stuff that you watch on youtube was like miles better yeah. and paramount's pretty pretty decent with their track record so i was really surprised they must have just rushed this one out and just try to get it i think so but i mean at paramount is balling right now they they're like they had the best year of everybody they had top gun Paramount Network's taken off. They got Tulsa King. They got Yellowstone. Yeah, no, they're doing really they well. Got, they had Smile. They had they had a, they had a bunch of hits there. this year. I've again, their Twilight Zone remakes were always good. Clucky said Red and Blue is the true Halo series. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. Well, I felt bad too because like ever since watching Orange Is the New Black, he's such a bastard on that show. But you know, he's he's porn stash and. He's so great at being such a bad guy. And then I watched him. He was in uh, 13 Hours, the Benghazi movie that Michael Bay did. And he's fantastic in that. And when they announced that he was going to be in the Halo show, I'm like, cool, this will be a nice kind of front and center launch pad for him. Because I do, he's a very talented. And I was that's why I was so disappointed when the, the show was just not that great. Yeah. And kind of, kind of a little bit of a speed bump for him. <laughs> Speaking of taking their time with video games, like you said, this is... This has been a long journey, and I think that kind of raises expectation, but it really got me thinking when it comes to striking while the iron's hot with video games. That doesn't exist. Like, even though Halo was rushed, I mean, the first Halo was, what, 2001 before it came out? And we have two more kind of video game movie adaptations that we're waiting for. One is Minecraft, which has been talked about forever and then you started thinking, well, is that going to take too long? Like, is Minecraft going to be out then? But it seems like Minecraft like went away and then came back stronger. So maybe that generation who plays Minecraft is going to be ready for a movie, and it'll be like the Lego movie. A Minecraft movie will destroy the world. Yeah. <laughs> Do you understand? If they, once they let that thing out, it would it would be it would be like what happens at the beginning of The Last of Us, <laughs> driving through town. That would be what happened if they released a Minecraft movie in theaters. The block's just solely taking over. Chris Pratt is the lead block guy. <laughs> and that's it. The creeper. Yeah. I'm not I even mean, kidding. That would be the end of humanity. I think it's... Microsoft is is waiting and they're, and they're sitting on it, but I think it's... I was thinking about it. I was like, maybe they're waiting too long, but no. I think it's going to... No matter when it comes out... Everybody who grew up playing Minecraft or the adults that started playing it or it's just like intro into development, they will be ready for Minecraft when it comes out. What Minecraft movie is not going to get tremendous heat from the entire world? How could you even satisfy anybody who's a Minecraft head, right? Yeah, no. There's no way you can please. You can't make a Minecraft movie. I don't know how they're going to do it. The best way to do it is to make a hundred Minecraft movies all at once. <laughs> just let you make your own Minecraft. Yeah, movie. and you just yeah, exactly. Everybody makes their own Minecraft movie and releases it. Yeah, and that's the Minecraft movie. <laughs> and it's funny. The other one I was going to talk about, Settling Dust, he beat me to it. Is Five Nights at Freddy's. That's like a decade, and that was another game that everybody kept playing. And now we're a decade in, and they finally announced Matthew Lillard and Josh Hutcherson are going to be. So they just announced casting. Is that 
and that didn't feel like it kept the same steam as you know Minecraft is. But now we've already had Willy's Wonderland. I was going to say right. that's where it totally stole the thunder. There. Yeah. yeah. So did it? Did they just take the gas out of that balloon? Is it too late? For a decade later, well, or I mean, I don't know. I haven't played Five Nights at Freddy's, but I mean, for a shoot, uh, uh, Willy's Wonderland was uh, was a you know, it was a small movie. They yeah. couldn't even pay Nicolas Cage to t- do lines. <laughs> yeah, that was that was great when you told me that. And it was like, uh, would I have noticed if you didn't tell me that? It was like, all right, I'm going to do this movie, but I have no lines. Like, I'll put that. I'll put <laughs> it over for low budget filmmaking prowess. Amazing. What they do. I love how Nicolas Cage, every time he uh, fights a robot, he just goes in the back and gets a new staff shirt, a clean one, and puts it on. That was so good. That's and great. then he just go back to the... Uh... Gets his drink. Yeah. We had no... It makes, it makes the, uh, you know, the props person, that uh, it makes it real easy for them, you know? I, lo- I, I really liked it. I really did dig it. Uh, I also saw the movie Mike's Book because I grew up loving the Banana Splits, and I, I don't know if you watched that Banana Splits movie. I think it was based in, like, South Africa. Like, I was looking at the production company. But Willie's Wonderland definitely took the lead over the banana splits. But it, again, it took it took the steam out like everybody. So they're going to have to do something special to get Willie uh, to get Five Nights at Freddy's over. They're not going to get that Minecraft. Just come out when you're ready, and we're going to make it good. Yeah. Or The Last of Us will will make it good. Yeah, both are very hypnotic to watch. I will give it that. The like, videos of Five Nights at Freddy's, yeah, for sure. Oh my! I just used to sit there, and my son would be playing for hours, and you just hear the uh oh. And you just hear the noise, and it just pulls you in. And then I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, you just got to move these five screws at the same time. And you just watch it. And I was like, we're both hypnotized right now. If you send someone, and I can tell you, because this has happened, I can tell you uh, this actually happens. If you send somebody Five Nights at Freddy's videos out of context, you will <laughs> you will disturb them. <laughs> because they will add their own context and be like, what does this mean? What are you trying to say? It's true. It'll happen. Try it. I, I'm going to try that. But again, I think these there's some of these video games do remain timeless and they'll get away with, oh, this that's not hot right now. And speaking of that too, and we got... The Super Mario Brothers movie that's the CGI that's finally coming out. I think that's going to do great business, too. They got the right casting. Have you guys you've seen the trailer on that? Yeah, I saw the trailer. Um, I will. I'm kind of holding my I'm keeping my expectations low. Um, everyone's bitching about Chris Pratt. I don't care about I mean, he, he Surprised me with Lego Movie. I've, I've always loved Chris Pratt. Yeah, I loved loved him. You know, Parks and Rec is my favorite show of all time. Um, Guardians is, is, was huge for the MCU and huge for him as well too. So I don't mind him as Mario. I will be honest. Surprisingly, the thing that I thought would be the best, and I'm not 100 percent sold on yet, is Jack Black as Bowser. Um, just oh, because yeah. the voice isn't, it almost seems like it's just Jack Black doing Jack Black a little bit. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it. My, you know, my condemnation or anything like that for until I actually see it. But um, I'm interested to see what they do with it because they haven't really they've shown the teaser, but they haven't really revealed much of the story at all. No, no, they they haven't. But and it's going to be tough for for someone like me because Captain Lou Albano is my Super Mario. <laughs> He's my Super Mario, right? Or or is John Logazamo and Bob Hoskins your Super Mario? Well, Mike gonna... says that's his uh, that's his Mario brother. <laughs> I I I man. 
I have you watched the Super Mario Brothers movie, the '90s one, the whatever the director's cut that's floating around? Yeah, out there? no, I, I haven't watched seen. it. I want to see it. It's like two and a half hours long. Really? <laughs> yeah. The stories, if you, if you, the behind the scenes in that movie is crazy. If you like, apparently John Leguizamo was drunk all the time. Bob Hoskins, was, <laughs> like John Leguizamo, was drunk and wrecked a car and broke his arm. So in half the movie, he's got a sling on that's covered with under his overalls and stuff. <laughs> Benny Blanco from the Bronx, what are you doing? Yeah, he had a great twenty twenty three, but <laughs> yeah, it's My- wild how back then you think they had no idea how to make a video game movie at all. No. Like they had this, like nothing in that movie makes any sense. Look at Street Fighter. The guy who directed that never made another movie. (laughs) He was like a successful commercial director. I forgot his name. And he made one. He made that, that, and that was he was out. Is I'm never doing that again. Forget it. Oh, you know, you talk about that and Street Fighter. You talk about which. Why didn't Street Fighter work with Jean Claude Van Damme? Right, that shouldn't have worked. That that movie is is. And, and I've watched it probably like eight or nine times. It's it's awful. <laughs> it's it's stupid and cartoony and fun and something I'll put on whenever I'm just just when I want to punish myself. But it's it's on it's one of those movies that on paper you think would be a great idea, right? But they really just they spent I think they spent too much time trying to figure out how to make it make sense that it makes no sense. Yeah, it's also one of those movies where they're like they booked it, and it's like they book a date, and that's it. Now let's we have a release date. Now let's write it, and let's get a director, and that's it. And then you have to book someone to just do it in a hurry. Because there's a pretty decent cast in that movie. Yeah, because you get Jean Claude, you get Raul Julia, who's just Raul loving Julia, that's and he's right. that's right before he passes away. Like he's sick during that movie, and still just turns in a great performance. And then you get Ming Na Wen, so Mulan's in the movie. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of great people, and they just could not figure out how to make it interesting. And it's such a a simple concept, and I think that's probably what made it hard, is that the concept itself is so simple that trying to build so much story, it just didn't work. Yeah, I, I think there's an easier answer, actually, and it's two-word answer. First line, it's white lines. White and that's what's, lines. That's what was going on on that movie set, <laughs> and it became the Street Fighter movie. That's just that's this is like the Stephen E. De Souza. Didn't he write like um, he wrote a lot of early '80s action movies? He was from the, the Shane Black era, and then at that point, uh, Jean Claude Van Damme was like at his worst. You know what I mean? He had like a nine hundred thousand dollar a week white lines habit. Oh my gosh! Well, I think the whole thing is, and you know, Last of Us shows it. Like having respecting. The IP, we, you know, we've ranted about this before, respecting the IP, realizing the power that the, the nostalgia of these gameplay has for its fans. You can't treat, you should have never treated Street Fighter like it is just like, it's just a dumb kid's video game. Let's just convert it and just throw it out there. No, like we were talking, I was going to say with Nico Parker, she almost, she's so striking. She looks like a video game game character so it's all about booking the right talent and then the talent respecting that ip is like okay i gotta really take the time to capture joel's moody essence of just like if you tell me to go for the light i'm gonna break your freaking jaw right and just like you need to have those characters that are gonna capture that and just go and taking some chances like settling dust said let the dude who did the raid films do a street fighter tech film like yeah really take a swing 
and just like really go for it. I think that would have been baller to see that. Yeah. You think the Mortal Kombat movie would have been as successful without that soundtrack? <laughs> the first one, yeah. 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 That Man, soundtrack. I say, was... I say you get Street Fighter to some some I mean, yeah, he could be a good choice, but you want to go lower budget with that. Let somebody get creative, you know? It's a tournament movie. They don't they, I mean, that's all it has to be, you know what I mean? You don't have to you don't have to do so much backstory. You don't have to have it make sense as to why one guy's this, one guy's that, you know? Street Fighter is blood sport, but, like, you know, amped up. Yeah. So give somebody the ability just to do that and keep it grounded, do it real, do it, like, you know, Dark Knight style, where everything makes sense and seems plausible. <laughs> well, that's what they did with Mortal Kombat, too. They did that little, that kind of indie reboot, you know, I think it was, like, five or six years ago. Oh, the uh, and it's the movie or yeah. the short? The, well, it started off as a short, and then they made it into, like, mm-hmm. an actual film by placing all the shorts together and stuff like that, and... It was fantastic. Yeah, uh, and it was like it was it was it, it was it was really good. I didn't like that the guy just had a gold body for no reason. <laughs> like I just that I thought that was unnecessary, but whatever. Um, but it was pretty good, you know. And but again, that one suffered from like they didn't do a tournament. The movie's about a tournament, so that's where we should be. That, that's what we need to do. There's stories in that, you know. Look at Warrior. Warrior did it perfectly. Yeah. Warrior, yeah. basically, you had the whole tournament as the main centerpiece, and you can still tell a story that's interesting around people just fighting in a cage. The top three video game movies of all time are not video games. And Mario, you already mentioned one. You had Bloodsport. Then you have Game of Death. And you have uh, not Enter the Dragon. It was the it was the other dragon movie when he went to the island, right? Was that Enter the Dragon? That was Enter the Dragon. That was Enter the Dragon. Yeah. Now, Revenge of the Dragon was when he fought Chuck Norris, right? Where that was the other title. That was Return it. of the Dragon. Return of the okay. Dragon. Or, or Way of the Dragon. Yeah. They have a lot of titles. Yeah. <laughs> but those were the best video games of all time because they captured that. Because I remember getting uh, the very first Nintendo when I started playing Kung Fu. You know, remember the Kung Fu one? You go on each floors. I'm like, this is just Game of Death. You know, and you just have the big boss. I mean, that's in the that's in the zeitgeist, right? When you just talk about this is the big boss, you gotta, you know, beat the boss to get to the next level. That was game of death. You just they're very simple concept. And Mario, I think you're right on the money. Go low low budget and force them to be creative on it. Don't give them a, a high budget to make it look like a video game. Just book the right actors and don't give them a lot of money and see what they come up with. Right. Those are all based on like cheap 80s movies every all the characters like you've got mortal kombat you've got jean-claude van damme as johnny cage obviously yeah you know you've got various like uh early hong kong action stars is like Liu kang right uh mortal kombat uh raiden is from big trouble in little china yes why doesn't that get called out more yeah exactly. why don't people talk about that more <laughs> okay. don't Do you we... think that's a big issue that is a huge what issue. is how does john carpenter feel about that <laughs> has anybody ever asked him no, I don't. I mean, it would be a, a a very interesting conversation. Or knowing him, he'd be like, "I don't, I don't care as long as they pay me." <laughs> I mean, one of the mo- one of the characters from his his films went on to be a very popular video game character. I don't care whatever he says. Yeah, they did steal that. Yeah, I mean, so, that was even the in. Well, we played it on here before, right? The pro wrestling video game that uh-huh. they were just like, well, we're this was before licensing was big, so right. it's just like we're gonna get. We got Hogan. It's like, no, we're going to get these other characters. We got King Slender, Fighting Hayabusa, the Amazon, Starman. Yeah. (laughs) And they all could be traced back to a real character, whether it's in pro wrestling or if it's in movies. That's where they base it on. But it, it, 
in a way it worked. That stuff stuck with us. It's like in our brain. Look, I need to contact Hollywood big wigs right now. So tag them in this segment. <laughs> Just call I have them out. A, I have a pitch for you right here. You want a video game martial arts movie? I'll do it. Book me for this. Karate Champ, the movie. <laughs> oh, I loved Karate. Karate point. Champ. Double point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a, it's easy. Tournament movie. Yeah. That was the other one that you were like, wait, is this like Karate Kid? <laughs> but that's, yeah. And then you have the feats of strength in between, right? When you have that's to like right. break the boards and stuff. That, it writes itself. Oh, man. We'll that's... just, we don't even need a script. We'll just start filming. Strategic booking of actors and low budget is, is a demand to force you to be creative. Unless it's something like The Last of Us. Obviously, they had to break the budget because now... We're, you know, it's 2023. We're talking about like the nostalgia part, but now we're at the stage where it's arguable that there's more people that consumed this video game than consumed the TV series, right? So now, probably, right? At this point, you're trying to get more people over. You would have never thought like there's actors now that would be jonesing to get a role in a, a video game before they would in. A movie because they're going to make more money. It's big money. It's yeah. like really big money. Well, it's a different kind of challenge too. I mean, we saw it, you know when they did. Uh, I think it's Far Cry Six. Is Giancarlo Esposito? Oh yeah, he's the main character, and it's like you can see these. Oh, that's this right. Top tier talent because they. Granted, they're going to get a good paycheck. It's not the same as having to be on a set, you know, a film set, and then just wait around for half your day and then get to do you know four or five scenes. And you get to really develop a character a little bit more, and you get to spend more time with it as well, too. Yeah, you get, and I think you have a lot more room to play with the characters, right? And just, like, really stretch it out. You're not going to be beholden to a certain, because in a way, you're establishing that world. What you do is going to be what it is. There's no, like, well, you got to really, in video games, it's not the other way around. There's been successful stuff that started as movies that turned to video games. But a lot of that is like, am I missing any? Like I'm think when you think about like the most successful movies that converted to a video game that aren't named ET that got buried in a trench. Are we thinking like golden eye? Are we thinking like the, a Spider-Man on PS five? Like what are, are there any original movies that were converted to a video game that weren't already an established IP that were big? I mean, GoldenEye is kind of the gold standard. It is um, for especially you know it wasn't it was a it was an incredible game before games were really that incredible. Yeah, and that was the kind of one that kind of changed people's minds, especially with it being like a. I mean, it, it granted it's based off of an existing property, but that type of game that it was really again changed the the way games were made, basically. Yeah, the GoldenEye. Yeah, they people still talk about that. I think you can have. Uh, a retro anything along those lines and that that one always comes up and i think spider-man did accomplish that uh because these video games they're just so cinematic like you've been it's a guarantee like where you were talking about earlier was uh metal gear solid right uh, that has has that been that property been converted to anything yet i feel like that writes itself too i mean they've done some like animated movies and whatnot but they haven't done anything like live action yeah Tron, Mike, that, yeah, that's a good point. Tron kind of brought up. I remember. Tron was dope. I like that old Star Wars stand-up game with the, with the. Oh, the, yeah. It's like Vectron. The steering wheel. Yeah, that was really good. That was awesome. And they used the actual sounds, and I think that helped to it. And that was a good big box video game. Look, RoboCop was a dope game. 
Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> Side-scrolling RoboCop. I love that. RoboCop so, throwing punches. He never punches in the movie, but well, I guess he punches one or two guys. Yeah, that's so right. He did a lot of punching. You get to fight. He never jumped, though. But, I mean, either way, it's still a good movie. It's a good game. Angry, angry video game nerd basically got launched on a movie video game as Karate Kid, mm-hmm. right? It was being labeled as the hardest video game of all time, right? And that's what, got, that's what launched his angry video nerd channel was that angry game uh terminator did have a arc, good arcade one yeah uh, those were always cool where you'd go and you did have an actual uzi for you to use as a joystick <laughs> the one the the two games for me that because you know i didn't play a lot of games because i had you know, no money and barely had anything but um because i was already a fan of the property of the tv show and the movies the original teenage mutant ninja turtle game on the nintendo oh, entertainment yes. system yep. was fantastic yep and then you had a baller arcade the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think it was the, I forgot what the name of it was now, but it was the, the four-player arcade game where you got to each pick your own turtle and whatnot, and the side-scrolling, and that was, I spent, very, what little money I had, if it we were in arcade, it was just always dropping quarters into that game. Oh, man, ton, tons. Yeah, that was a, yeah, that was actually a really good one, too. Those big group games were, were, were a jam back in the day, because they had that, they got Ninja Turtles, they had like X-Men, right? They had like a, a lot of groups. Yeah, those were good. And the Simpsons. Simpsons. Simpsons oh, was a really good Simpson one, too. One, the Simpsons yeah. game, just driving through the town. Yeah, that was really good. Oh, yeah, Mike just says, <laughs> yeah, Simpsons was a great group game. I did mark out, and I don't know if it's just because of nostalgia, but I think back and I remember really enjoying playing Friday the 13th and Jaws, both video games, and I'd be curious if they hold up. And you can still find a lot of their 8-bit video. Uh, their opening songs is really good. But I do remember, I felt like I was eating a forbidden fruit when you were playing as Jason and then you had Pamela Voorhees' head kind of floating around. And I was like, can you really make a video game about somebody trying to kill these campers? (laughs) 